Hi, and welcome to the Content Minds. My name is Ryan Broderick, and seconds before I hit record on this week's episode, I was listening to a pop punk cover of Nickelback's Photograph. I'm, uh, hi, I'm Luke. Why were you doing that? Because it was it was really good. Uh, there's a guy I really like on YouTube named Alex Melton, and he does he does pop punk covers of songs, but then he also does country covers of pop punk songs. And he recently just got signed to a label, and I'm very proud of him. I've been following him all pandemic, and uh, and his covers are very good. Wow. Okay. He did a cover of uh, "Semi Charm Kind of Life" as if it was the original Blink One Two lineup, and it's unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Content Minds. Luke and I are safely on the other side of a screen once again. We are not in person. I don't yep. know. We don't have to make eye contact. We can both stare at our own screens of our own faces, which is the dream. It's really nice. I don't know if anyone could tell, but we didn't really plan this out right when we recorded the the, the, the episode together. Uh, we recorded on our individual devices and then synced it because we realized that we didn't have an interface that could do two microphones. <laughs> but that meant that we picked up each other's microphones in each other's microphones, which meant that I then had to edit all of that out. Oh, I didn't realize you had to do that. That is, that is awful. Yeah, it was horrible. So I'm very happy that I don't have to do that again this week. We have a great show. We have a lot to, we have a lot to catch up on. We've been sort of running around for the last couple of weeks. So I feel like we now have like a real moment to sit and process the internet like God intended. Our big topic of the week is going to be about a Facebook page called Thinkorati. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm very excited to talk Honestly, about it. Honestly, I don't think it's a real word. Word. I'm not sure there is a, a right way to pronounce it. You don't think Thinkorat? Think Thinkoret? Thinkorechi? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to try it. Well, we're going to have to decide how to pronounce this because the whole episode's about it. But we'll get to that. First, Luke, how was the internet this week? The internet this week was uh, scattergun. I think it was. It was. There was a lot of things happening, but it was all over the place. Interesting. What's a what's a good example of that? I mean, a good example of that is one of the first things we have to talk about, which is this fascinating video uh, from a band, a heavy metal band. Which I mean, I don't know. Uh, the band is called uh, Brass Against. I don't yes. know. I've been thinking. I've been thinking about this ever since I've seen it, and it's very hard to to stop thinking about it quite honestly well okay let me let me do a quick little one-liner describing what happened here <laughs> so brass against is a is a band with a horn section as the name implies and they do sort of like um like uh fleshed out kind of funky covers of like a lot of metal songs so like they, they they're now like kind of touring with metal bands uh and they they have a pretty wild live show and they caused an incident. Well, there was an incident basically uh, this weekend where the lead singer, uh, she 
had a, a fan come up on stage with a camera in his mouth, and then she proceeded to pee on him while singing. Wait, well, I'm sorry. There was a camera in his mouth? Yeah, that was the whole I thing. I missed that part. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That was the whole... Uh, I, I, I thought it was just being filmed by an awful lot of people. Did I dream this? I don't think that was the case. Hold on. Why, did I, why do I think that, then? Uh, oh, okay. I think he may have had a camera on his head. Oh, that's right. Okay. He had a camera mounted to his head. He laid down on the stage, and then uh, the, the, the lead singer, whose, whose name is Sophia Eurista, which I think is interesting, uh, yes. proceeded to pee on him. Uh, but it was interesting because a lot of people got really mad at this. The fan consented to being peed on. And, you know, I'm from the school of live music where if you want someone to pee on you and they pee on you and everyone's adults, like, that's fine. So like I don't understand I didn't really understand the controversy to be honest. No, I did not. I thought it was it was it was honestly I thought it was like extremely dumb but basically fine. Yeah, part of me was even like at first when I first heard it I was like, "Oh wow, that's really badass. Like good for her, like female vocalists like pissing out into the crowd. Like that's cool." You know. And then I was like, "Okay, no, it's 2021. Also we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like don't pee on your, don't pee on the crowd." And then I read like, "Oh, she peed on a fan." And I was like, "Oh, and then I was confused. And then I looked up more information and discovered that he wanted to be peed. He, well, at least he agreed to be peed on. He consented to be peed on. He consented yeah, to be there's peed a com- on. There's a conversation about power dynamics that I think is probably not. It's probably fine. I just, I, I don't know if the Notes app apology is, prepared, is, 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 is uh, something that can be deployed after peeing on someone on stage. Because that's no, what the band I, did. They then later said, "Like we're very sorry. This is like not a normal thing." You know, our, well, our they, did, they didn't actually apologize. They didn't like, apologize. No, find find the tweet. It's 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 really interesting. So the tweet basically says, "We had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville." Sophia carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected, and it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night, Daytona. Oh, that's great. They didn't apologize. I love. They that. just went like, "All right, fine. That was a bit far. Probably not going to do that again." Like. You know, you and I are now live performers. We've done our first ever live yeah. content mind show. If a fan at that event was like, I want you to pee on me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But I also, like, if you did, if you peed on a fan, I'd probably be like, wow, that's weird. But like, I think, I, I think neither of us should pee on fans. Okay. Well, I'm agreeing with you there, but I'm saying, like, if this were to happen, I sympathize, you know, be carried away in the moment. You know, we're up on stage, we're talking about NFTs, and all of a sudden I'm peeing on a fan. That's just that's that's what live that's what live art is all about, I think. Yeah. That is that is, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so she she did she did uh, release a statement recently actually on Instagram where she she wrote, "I want to speak to my performance at Rockville Metal Festival in Daytona in music and on stage. I've always pushed the envelope. Last night I overstepped my bounds." I love my family, the band, and the fans more than anything, and I know that what I did hurt or offended some. And then she said, I love my family, the band, and the fans more than anything. Didn't want to hurt them. I'm not a shock artist. I always want to start with the music. Thank you for your love and support. And then she put, like, a, a red heart emoji in the caption. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to become that kind of podcast. I don't want to become the whole, like, PC culture's gone too far podcast. But I think... If you're at a metal festival in Daytona, Florida, and I'm pretty sure it was a NASCAR event, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. So, first of all... This lineup includes uh, The Offspring, Leonard Skinner, 
Metallica and Rob Zombie. This this was a this was a concert at at the Daytona National Speedway in Florida <laughs> with Rob Zombie and a consenting fan put a camera on his head, laid down on the stage, and had the lead singer of this like uh, brass band pee on him. And now the singer is in trouble, and she has to apologize. And the band has now been banned from all NASCAR properties, which is incredibly cool. I just don't yes. think this is much of a scandal. I think this is great. I think I I I, I think this is fantastic. I mean, can we also talk about the the how impressive the stream of piss was? <laughs> I did. I, I'll be honest, Luke. I did not watch the video. I was like, I you have. Did not watch the video. I have one life to live in this life. I have one. I have, oh, dude, you should watch the video. It's, I don't, it's something. I, I mean, doing minor research for this bit, I did Google the whole incident, and there's like multiple angles of the piss being uploaded to YouTube. I mean, the whole thing. Look, I just, I just think that if you are banned and you open for Rob Zombie at at in Florida. And then that, then NASCAR bans you for life because you've done something on stage and everyone was consenting to it. I think yeah. that's fine. I think that's totally fine. And also yeah. cool. And also cool. Although I guess like if you're in the audience, you didn't want to see somebody pee, that is probably an issue here. But then I'll, I don't know. Yeah. But like you're, you're telling me there's no public urination going on at this Daytona Speedway in Florida at a Rob Zombie I mean, concert. I mean, there is a difference between public urination and public urination. True. I suppose. I'm just saying I don't think anyone in the crowd of a concert at a NASCAR speedway in Florida is gonna be like, Oh no, my children my children's <laughs> my children are here. <laughs> like I just think you're gonna see way more wild shit going on in the parking lot. I mean, Rob Zombie drives a Dragula. You know, he's dry I I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Alright. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair okay. enough. Let's move on. Let's move on to What's going on in your country this week, which is that Rachel Johnson, the, the, <laughs> the sister of Prime Minister Boris Johnson, has published a little, a little piece in The Spectator this week titled, It's Hard Not to Pity Ghislaine Maxwell, Subheadline, We Briefly Met at Oxford. <laughs> I mean, that subhead is like, it, it, it's one of those things where often... You know, there'll be a bit of back and forth over the headline to figure out what the headline is. No one has ever asked, like, and what's the subheadline? And that subheadline is one of the most brutal things I've ever seen. And I just cannot believe that she had approval on that because it's so good. I, I, I am struggling to understand, like, what? So, okay, the the, the conspiracy theory that I've seen is that Ghislaine Maxwell has like a shitload of dirt coming out on like very powerful people and we're now going to see like a bunch of people in public be like she she's the victim here she shouldn't leak whatever she has on me and it's just going to be like a bunch of stuff like this for the next several weeks which if that's true <laughs> that's very funny but i i mean i don't think okay i think if you put an infinite number of punk bands in a room and ask them to produce some kind of satire that could like sum up all of the horrors of society at once and gave them an infinite amount of time to do so. I don't think they could produce something as insane as this, as this column. I mean, I think what's most insane about this column is, is so it's, it's a diary. So the, the way this works is that uh, the spectator and other magazines that come out once a week uh, and some newspapers as well actually have a, a diary column where it's basically a scattering of interesting things that 
the person has figured out this week. If it's the like the Evening Standard ones, for example, it is a list of kind of like, hey, this person was at this party. And if you happen to know all the background to it, you'll figure out like, oh, that's a big deal because of X and all this like gossipy stuff. Uh, and the spectators version is a little bit more kind of like, hey, here are like five or six interesting anecdotes from my life this week, which is what makes this column so insane online because it opens with kind of, uh, I've got some puppies. Um, I've had a really complicated situation with my mother's will. Uh, my views on the radio of course controversy. Uh, also Jenny Maxwell. Seems, seems, seems like she's had a rough time. Uh, also, we're going to keep one of those puppies and sell the others. And it's like, it's, it's, it is like extremely head spinny. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me read a, a, a chunk of this just so our listeners who haven't read this can kind of imagine what this is like. It's hard not to feel a bat squeak of pity for Jocelyn Maxwell. <laughs> for fuck's sake. 500 days and counting in solitary confinement. I intersected briefly with her at Oxford. As a fresher, I wandered into. Balliol, 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 JCR. One day in junior search common of, room, junior common room. One day in search of its subsidized breakfast, granola, and Nescafe offering, and found a shiny glamazon with naughty eyes holding court astride a table. A high-heeled boot resting on my brother Boris's thigh. Which okay, there's an implication Ugh, there, right? I'm not missing that. There's an implication there. I mean, I. She gave me a pitying glance, but I did manage to snag an invite to her party in Headington Hill Hall, even though I wasn't in the same college as her and Boris. I have a memory of her father, Bob, coming out in a toweling robe and telling us all to go home. And of course, you know, you know who her father is, right? You know who Bob is in this story? Uh, I think I did. Bob, so this is one of the most insane things about this story is that, that Britain and America have like totally different understandings of the the wild parts of this story. And this, to, to British eyes, is incredibly wild because this is Robert Maxwell. Robert Maxwell, who is the proprietor of many uh, newspapers, was by all accounts uh, just a deeply unpleasant and mean man who also, uh, like, was... Well, he was he was Jewish and fought the Nazis in the Second World War, then moved to the UK, was kind of awful... Uh, and eventually died uh, by falling off a yacht in the nineties. Wow! And it's it's it, he has had a, a truly wild life. There's also a lot of accusations of allegations that he was in Mossad, allegations that he you know served the KGB, he served MI6. Like his life is completely wild. So for this to, to throw out in this, I have a memory of our father Bob coming out in a toweling robe is just the wildest part of the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is astounding. I don't, I don't, I truly don't know how this happened or why. I, yeah, it, it boggles the mind. And then, I mean, the spectator has one graphic in this article, and it's Jeffrey Epstein, which is Lane Maxwell. Yes. I, <laughs> I mean, at least put the puppies in it. We have one last thing to get to before we get to today's big topic, which is a minor sequel to an episode we did uh, in October. So we did an episode in October titled, Why Don't Netflix Audience Numbers Make Any Sense? And we sort of like tried to talk through this like very weird thing, attacking how strange like scale is on Netflix. And yeah. then lo and behold, Netflix has... 
given us something closer to a full picture of what's actually happening on their platform, which is their top 10 page. I, I think so, that's what you call impact. Yeah, this is the this is the content minds bump. You know, yeah. Facebook's listening. They took all the cat pages away. And now Netflix <laughs> is providing some viewership numbers. So here's what we got in the top five for global Netflix numbers ranked in hours viewed, which I think is an interesting metric. Yeah, so, it is an interesting metric. Number one is Red Notice, the uh, movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds that is apparently like barely a movie. Yeah, they they, they, were, they were tweeting about I, I tweeted about it because they they said that it included the iconic but Ed Sheeran line that he said I'm Ed Sheeran. Oh. I was like I don't I don't know what any of this is about. That's great. I love I love that uh, for I love that for Netflix. It was watched according to Netflix once again. Once again, it was watched 148 million uh, hours viewed, I guess. So, like, w w I guess, like, if you opened it and you contributed a few minutes, I guess that's how they're sort of thinking about it. Or if you watched half of it, that's like an hour. So, yeah. And uh, number two, we have Love Hard, the Jimmy O. Yang romantic comedy that was uh, that has 58 million hours viewed. Then we have The Harder They Fall. Which is the uh, Idris Elba cowboy movie? I actually really want to see yep. that. Uh, that has thirty-three million. Then we have Army of Thieves, which is the Army of the Dead prequel that has twenty million hours viewed. And then at number five, we have uh, we have Father Christmas is back, which is um, it's a British comedy about Father Christmas. Okay, so that has thirteen million uh, hours viewed. Um, and let's see what TV English looks like. Um, n number one, Narcos. Number two, the League of Legends show Arcane. Number three, You. Number four, Made. Number five, Big Mouth. So it, I, I don't know how much, I don't, I don't know how much I trust these numbers because these are all Netflix originals. Oh weird. no, because I have looked at the UK numbers and I 100% believe that this is correct. Really? The UK numbers on TV. Hold on, uh, let, me, let me pull it up here. Things that come in one, two, and eight. I'm like, yep, yep, no, this is right. This is exactly what British people are watching for TV. All right, let's pull this up. So yeah. in the UK, oh my, oh my God, it's so, oh my God, what is, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? What is seriously, what is wrong with you people? This is insanity. Number one, Just <laughs> oh my God, number one, Young Sheldon season one. <laughs> number two, Young Sheldon season two. <laughs> number three, U season three. Number four, Narcos Mexico. Number five, Made. But you people are but watching. But then also at, at, at number eight is Young Sheldon season three, <laughs> <laughs> which I assume is just people haven't had enough time to get all the way through to season three. So oh there's people God. watching all of the first and second season of Young Sheldon, which is like I think that's like twenty four episodes. I think it's a long show. That is absurd. Hold on, let me see what the United States look like if we. Uh... No, yeah, no. Oh, the, God, the, it is. It's a 22-episode season. So there, are, there is enough people have watched 44 episodes of Young Sheldon in a week. This is truly disturbing. To get to the, the end. This is, to get this, to season three. this is a truly disturbing, fucked-up thing that your country is doing, and I don't like it, and I, I, it's awful. It's, 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 re it's really messed up. I, I don't get it. You guys have... BBC Originals. Is that is this what this is? Is it your normal TV is so good that you just go on Netflix and watch shit? Yeah, this is... This, I mean, yeah, but the thing is, also, I'm like, oh, it's just because it's like, it's fine. It's people watching it for like, uh, you know, when they go to bed or whatever. It's not. It is people watching two entire seasons of Young Sheldon. Wait, hold on. In a week. Hold on. Wait a minute. This can't be... This can't be what this is. 
If you go to the UK top 10 movies, all of them are kind of like, okay, fine, whatever. Except number 10, if I'm not mistaken, is a 1996 film based on a John Grisham novel starring Matthew McConaughey and Sandra Bullock titled A Time to Kill. Yes. Yes. That sounds right. The number 10 most watched movie on Netflix in the UK right now is a 1996 thriller with Sandra Bullock. Yes. This sounds correct. I'm losing my mind at how insane this is. Also, number nine is in Italian. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, all of... I've gone through, like, they, you can actually download this data in Excel, and I've just, like, skimmed through it. And it is it is all over the place. Like, it's clearly a bunch of it is just a movie appears, and it's, it, like, it's first week, and people are like, oh, I'll watch that. Which, like, okay, sure. Like, I, I think a lot of this is just people skimming, like, um, newly arrived. Like, in uh, Star October, the two... Uh, two amazing Spider-Man movies got added, uh, and they were two and four in that week. So I think like some of it is just like people adding, watching stuff because it is like his first week on the platform. But yeah, some of it, you know, Friends makes multiple appearances in this as you go back. Of course it does, and like, but specific seasons of it as well, which means like it is probably just breaking in because it's always at the bottom of it. Which means like it's about a tenth of its actual coverage. So if you put Friends together as an entire show, it's absolutely like one of the top things. But the way they've done this, and I'm fascinated by Netflix doing this, is they've just broken it up by season. Yeah. So, you, so no, they're it's... saying they're saying that Young Season, Young Sheldon Season One is fundamentally different to Young Sheldon Season Two. Well, it's a game changer. It's a total, you know, Young Young Sheldon One to Two. You know. But that's how they're keeping Friends and Modern Family and The Office out of these shows because they're breaking them into seasons. Interesting. Which, but I also imagine that like that's how they think about them because like they drop seasons at once as a single item. So yeah. like for Netflix internally, they're not thinking about a series as one item. They're thinking about like Stranger Things 1, Stranger Things 2, Stranger Things 3. But like I don't believe that, for example, more people watched Catching Killers, which is the 10th in that sp- in- in last week in, uh, on British TV, British Netflix TV episodes than watch Friends. Like, I guarantee more people watch Friends, but because they've broken it into series, it's not there. So it's fine. Interesting. That it, that, that makes a lot of sense. that's quite funny. Yeah. I don't... Hmm. Well, it's very unnerving to me. Um, all How unpleasant our country is? Yeah, like, your whole deal is fucking me up. Uh, but it is a great segue for talking about lowest common denominator content. Uh, because we're going to move, yeah. let's, let's move to our big topic, which is, uh, th- think already, think already. So, yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce this. And honestly, I don't think it's a real company. So I'm, I'm, I'm low-key unwilling to try. But it's spelt think A-R-E, A-R-E-T-E. So let's, let's settle right now because this is an audio medium, unfortunately. And we have to call this something. This is Thinkeret. I think it's Thinkrete. What? Like it's like Thinkrete. No, that doesn't work. No. Let's start with this. How did you find this page? All right. So... Uh, some time ago, we spoke about the Q, Q3 Facebook report, and we kind of didn't go into that 
that much. Now this this is this report is basically a response to uh, what was your response? It's a response to the Kevin Roos thing where he uh, puts together a Twitter account that is the top ten most shared link posts on Facebook, which we've fe- we've featured in the show before. We featured, and it is basically a spam, basically K-pop, f- the far right, and some some posts about animals. Yes. But Facebook then released their own thing. It was like, no, 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 no. You see, you're looking at it wrong. You're looking at it wrong. This isn't what <laughs> is the most engaged thing on Facebook. So it's like, all right, Facebook, let's go through this. And of their top 20 posts, now this is not link posts. This is just like the most viewed things on Facebook. Uh-huh. And so the top one of these has almost 100 million viewers, which, you know, Netflix would love those numbers. Um, eight of them, uh, sorry, uh, yes, eight of them, are from this one site called Thinkerati. And so I've been trying to figure out who the hell are Thinkerati. That is an outrageous thing. So, yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, the most widely viewed native post, it is 94.3 million content viewers. It was posted May 15th. It has 18 million comments, <laughs> and it has 433,000 shares. <laughs> And it has 5.6 million reactions. And it is. I'm going to describe this <laughs> as clearly as I can for you. The post is an orange square with black text on it. <laughs> I, I honestly can't believe this. It, the black text reads, Who can... O- <laughs> I... <laughs> I... I I'm astounded. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, my brain is like, I'm breaking down trying to, okay. The, the post reads, who can honestly say they've never had a DUI? Hand emoji. I'll wait. This is the most <laughs> viewed, interacted, engaged with piece of content <laughs> on Facebook. More Americans have seen that post than have ever voted for any presidential candidate. This post is on par with versions of the Bible in terms <laughs> in terms of breakthrough into the human consciousness. This this might be the single most viewed piece of content that has ever existed on the internet. This is this is breaking my brain. So it's, it's good content. It's a good post. <laughs> Have you never had a DUI? Have you? Have you? <laughs> I haven't. I've never had a DUI. All right. Well, I'm going to break your brain a little bit more because now you need to scroll down to number three. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Number three. It has 92 million content views as defined by Facebook's content report. It has... 286,000 shares, it has 5.4 million comments, and it has 862,000 reactions. It is a black square with gray hearts on it, and then in the middle of that black square with gray hearts is white text that reads, (laughs) what has ears, in all uppercase, but doesn't listen, thinking emoji. (laughs) <laughs> the yeah, top, it's a hold, on, post. hold on though the top comment is so good which is from a woman named Anne 
And she writes, I was thinking corn, but men is an appropriate guess. <laughs> yes, Anne. Yes, Anne. Go off, queen. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good and insane. I can't. But there's more. There, there's like, there's so many of these. Like, they have they have one that has 88 million content views that says, who the heck sleeps with a fan and AC on? I do, Thinkerette. That's who. I do. So for 79 million, you if you want a lifetime supply of the last thing you drank, what are you stuck drinking? Coffee. Isn't that the isn't that the truth? You know? Isn't that just how the how it always is? Holy 76 million. Marriage has lasted for eight years. How long have you been with your spouse? Well, we've been doing this podcast for almost two years, so that so we're we're about a fourth <laughs> of the way in, bud. Holy shit. So okay. Uh, I, I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown away by how insane this is. So, oh man, I just randomly accidentally clicked on their on their on their profile picture, which is a, a small pie, and it takes me to a cherry bakewell tartlets recipe. From Check out when it was posted. 2014. Wow. Yeah. So this this has had the same. <laughs> it's had the same same avatar since 2014. Okay, so let's 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 ask the important question here. You know, what the hell is this? I mean that's a great question. That is that is the <laughs> the big question that I've been trying to answer. And what I think is most insane about this is that for Q3 they have been viewed more than I don't know any show on Netflix in that same period, probably any other TV show in the world. They probably compete with like the World Cup final for total viewers. <laughs> Would you like to guess how many followers they have? Uh, I, I I I I pulled it up. So they have they have two million followers roughly, which is incredibly low. Super low for what is happening on their posts, which is like, well, so actually, interestingly, they're posting, whoa, this is very weird. Okay, so I've actually gone to the page and they're posting like several times an hour. And at least in recently, they've just been using this page to sell jewelry and they have yeah, no, they have no engagement. They have zero engagement. And they're link so they're but I can't tell what this page belongs to because they keep linking out to different websites. So like I don't know what this page like I don't what is this? Yeah, it's it's incredibly strange. They seem to be mostly selling jewelry and like you know, it's I I don't know if you, I don't know if they had this in the US, but I'm assuming they did. But like when your mum got on a, a mailing list for like a magazine and it would be a, a shopping magazine and they would send it to you and it'd just be a load of stuff. None of which was like good, but it all seemed like vaguely like handy or something. Yeah. I don't know if you had uh, that. So we, um, my mom was a, uh, I don't, I don't know like how this has aged as a, as a concept, but my mom used to order a bunch of stuff from a catalog called the Oriental Trading Magazine. Ooh, okay. And it was like this magazine physical magazine that would come to our house and it was full of like party supplies and christmas ornaments and like fun stuff that i think was like coming over from chinese wholesalers and okay. so we would buy random stuff out of that and that's kind of what is being sold on this page right now right it's this is i mean this is almost definitely drop shipping yeah it's it's a drop it, it seems like it's a drop shipping operation yeah um now there's not a huge amount of information about what this page actually is. 
Um, but that is, that is the exact vibe of it is, you know, they're selling, uh, unicorn bookends and an elephant ring and a mustard seed necklace and a cockerel cookbook stand. Like just kind of like stuff that's like, seems fine, but it's just not anything. Almost all of those weirdly linked to this one site called Linda's Kitchen. But the site that the main page links to that says it's its homepage is a site called allfood.recipes. Right. And the, for page transparency, which tells you so you understand what these pages are, uh, it says that it is being managed by a company called Tasty Media Online LLC based in Utah. Now, I don't know which of those threads to follow to figure out like who the hell these people are. So I'm okay. Let's start with, let's start with Tasty Media because I, I'm on their website right now. All of the links are broken and it links to like a, it's a WordPress that like they didn't change the favicon for. So like, and it's just a slideshow of celebrities and it has the, the tagline, the power of content. So we know it's some sort of content marketing thing. What's really weird is it links out to Rolling Stone. It links out to Playboy. And then it links out to a broken page for something called Tasty Music, which I can't seem to access. So I actually don't think this is the right Tasty Media, because as far as I can tell, uh, Tasty Media is a separate company, which is also rolling out the new version of Rolling Stone. Oh, weird. Okay, so then what is... And also, we should be clear, Tasty Media Online LLC, based in Utah, I'm going to guess, is it involved with BuzzFeed Tasty? No, though I have been through and there are some BuzzFeed Tasty videos on here, but I'm assuming that BuzzFeed doesn't know anything about that. Interesting. So, okay, so... According to opencorporates.com, Tasty Media Online LLC is an LLC based in Layton, Utah. It was incorporated about five years ago, and the director... But the, is a, the, page, according, the page, according to its information, has existed since 2013, so it existed a little bit before that. Okay, I got a bite. So, oh, okay, what we got? Okay, so this is interesting. So Open Corporates lists a name as the uh, director or officer, Marcella Caminos. Marcella Caminos has a LinkedIn page which lists Caminos as the vice president of Thinkaret Lifestyle. All right. So, and and that lists Marcella Caminos as being based in North Salt Lake, Utah. Okay. So it's definitely a Utah thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Here we go. So there, there are Instagram pages connected to Marcella Caminos. This is really interesting. I'm beginning to have a totally different understanding of what this is. Okay, what what are you thinking? I'm wondering if this was like like a like a like a middle-aged woman's blog that like blew up too fast. That's interesting. Uh, so you think accidentally this middle-aged woman has become a the largest publisher on earth? On Facebook? Yeah. Uh it's possible. There's something, oh God, there's something so weird going on here. Because I've also, I found a thing that was uh, basically a recipe app called Best Yummy Recipes, which was launched by a Marcelo Caminos in uh, around 2014. So I'm wondering if it's kind of a, there was something they were trying to make work and then it sort of didn't work and then something else has worked. And as a result, this is kind of this very, I don't know, this very strange place that they've ended up. Yeah, I'm... I'm very confused. Also, the the Marcella Caminos who's always listed is the vice president, which suggests there's a president. Right, right. The existence of a vice president implies the existence of a president. I I, th- I assume that's how this works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's 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 
put a tab in that for a second and let's pull on the other threads here. So let's go into all food recipes. So it's all food dot recipes. Uh, their site is like typical kind of like viral media thing with like emojis for different content, tons of like cooking stuff. Um, they have like a trending section. The company name here is bring all food dot recipes, which also I didn't realize that dot recipes was a, a valid URL you could have. Because that's I'm, great. I mean, I guess like if you're making like Facebook money, you can afford to buy a dot recipes domain name. Should I buy garbage dot recipes? That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Garbage recipes. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Um. Okay. So, oh, interesting. So if you go to the all food dot recipes Instagram, it links to lindaskitchen.com. Okay, we got a link here. So okay. all food dot recipes and Linda's Kitchen are definitely linked. Okay. Oh so, my god. The, wow. the The copyright page of this is is is, is all over the place. Wait, this is weird. This is super weird. Okay, so what if you, you go, okay, whoa, oh, okay. So, the, man, I love, I love a good, I love a good internet onion like this. This is great. So, if you yeah. go to the about us section of Linda's Kitchen, it says, "Welcome to Mart Fury. We connect millions of buyers and sellers around the world, empowering people." And then it, it's basically just like a description of some kind of like marketplace platform called Mart Fury. But what's super weird is in the section of meet our leaders, it's just the same photo of the same man over and over again. That, check, wait, check. wait, hold on, hold on. Put your f- roll mouse over the, those those images. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> but also, so, if you scroll if you scroll up from that, it says it was gets launched as an online marketplace by Martin Garrix in the United States, and Martin Garrix is a pretty famous DJ. Wait, who's Martin Garrix? He's a DJ. He's a French DJ, Dutch D- Dutch D- DJ. Oh, weird. Okay. So they've got a photo of a man who's not Martin Garrix, but they're calling Martin Garrix. And then further on, they have seven photos of the same man who, who looks like he's in his, I don't know, a 50-year-old, he looks like a 50-year-old businessman who would run a site like this. But all of his names on this are Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and the social links don't work. Yeah. Okay, they have a... <laughs> At least this... This is insane. So they have. Oh, they I have an address. I have an address. I have an address. Yeah, no, they have a contact I'm address. A, I'm on the address right now. So it's a. Uh, it's a. It's it's on New Design Street in New York City. And it's, is there a New Design Street in New York City? Uh, I've never heard of it, but there's lots of it streets. There's it lots doesn't of, sound like a very New York address. There's lots of streets that I've never heard of in New York City. You know? There's no New Design Street in New York City. No, so that's not real. So what? Okay is this <laughs> what on earth okay this is one of the weirdest sites i've ever seen yeah we go through a lot of these but this is like this is something else so it lists like a bunch of companies it's work like they work oh with. hold on hold on sorry i've just searched mart fury and mart fury is a woocommerce wordpress theme so this is just filler this oh, is just the filler from the original wordpress theme th- this is well Mart Fury is using Robert Downey Jr. as a placeholder name for their team leaders. Yeah, but it's like a yeah, it's like a Shopify store or something. So it's just they're just they're just using placeholder stuff. I see. So so okay, we're back to we're we're back to square two. We know there's some connect. So all food dot recipes. Oh, interesting. And then under uh, back to the Instagram on all food dot recipes Instagram, it says find me at facebook.com slash thinkerette. Follow me at allfood.recipes, or uh, then the re- the re- uh, the, we- uh, the website that's listed is Linda's Kitchen. 
So whoever's running these pages is running they're, – they're running all of them. Yes. It is It, it okay. is the same person. I've just gone to the Linda's Kitchen in FAQs, uh, and under the – question how long will it take to get my package the answer is swag slow swag slow carb quin <laughs> sorry i have to try to do this all in one because it's too good swag slow carb quinoa a vhs typewriter pork belly brunch paleo single origin coffee where's anderson uh flexitarian pitchfork forage literally paleo fat pour over where's anderson pinterest yolo whoa <laughs> that's great that's amazing so this what is, is this? so so okay. Let's let's put let's put together what we understand so far. Thinkorette is a Facebook page with two million followers. Over the summer, it became essentially the largest single distributor of media in human history for a brief yes. moment. It appears to be a LLC based in Utah. Owned by a person named Marcella Caminos, who appears to be real enough to at least have a LinkedIn page, which lists them as the vice president. We are unclear who the president is, because as we determined, vice president implies existence of president. Okay. This person, whoever is running Thinkorette, is also running a viral food website called allfood.recipes, in which they put things like Disney Dole Pineapple Whip Margarita and Crock-Pot Chicken Wings. But this yeah. website, from what I can tell, has not been updated in two years. But there are Facebook pages for the All Foods recipes. There are Instagram pages. The Instagram page hasn't updated in 17 weeks, and its last post was just like a photo of two soda bottles. And both the Thinkorette Facebook and the All Food recipes pages connect to an online store called Linda's Kitchen, which is full of random WordPress lorem ipsum garbage and seven photos of the same man labeled Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Okay. That's where we're that's where <laughs> we're at right now. I'm exploring their crowd tangle and it is even more confusing. So what does crowd tangle say? Crowd tangle says that they don't have many interactions except they basically have like Two or three thousand interactions a month, right up until the, the time around September the eleventh, obviously, where they have seven point eight million. I'm just, I'm so confused. Okay, oh, okay, hold on. There is a different Linda's Kitchen, but it is spelt correctly, as in with an I rather than a Y. Well, but these all link to Linda's Kitchen with a Y. Yes, but Linda's Kitchen is now Linda's Kitchen Book, which is a also links to Linda's Kitchen, the original Linda's Kitchen. Okay, so it's just a different page which is doing the exact same thing. Okay. okay. I don't quite know where to go here. Okay, hold on. I've got one. The headquarter, spelt without with only one R, of Linda's Kitchen is apparently 17 Queen Street, South Bank, Melbourne. <gasps> okay. Wait, is this... This isn't the same Australian content marketing firm we discovered a couple episodes ago, is it? Uh, I don't know, but if you Google that address, it tells you that the company there is called Mart Fury. But, but, but is that... Is that just, just more the WordPress theme? Is that just more Lorem Ipsum from the WordPress theme? I don't know, but there is a Mart Fury site, Mart Fury online store, mart.magebig.com, which appears to be selling all sorts of stuff, but including, you know, what? it looks like actually it looks like the same basic construction. 
again. And it's okay. And it's and the address of this is 502 New Design Street. So according to Crunchbase, Mart Fury is an e-commerce company that specializes in the supply and distribution of furniture, lighting, and other household products, which is what Linda's Kitchen is selling. Yeah. They were founded in 2004. They are also known as Makido. So, okay, so it seems like, okay, maybe if I can try to put this together a little clearer. So we've got a big Facebook page. Middle of the year, it's doing insane numbers. It may or may not be run by like one woman, maybe, or like one or two people. And then it gets ta- it gets given over to this e-commerce operation based in Australia that is now using it to advertise jewelry and like home decor two times, sometimes three times an hour, all day long, every day. Yeah, and there's a network of additional pages attached to it as well. Things like they're called things like Crafty Morning, Be a Fun Mum, Linda's Kitchen, uh, Penny Pinching Lifestyle. Yeah, just a bunch of other kind of similar things. Project Forgive. Like they're all kind of linked to the same unit. Weird. This is what I think is so weird about this is that it is simultaneously kind of interesting and incredibly boring. Yeah, I mean it's it's boring in the sense that like this is just this is garbage. Like like everything that is happening on these pages is like viral ephemera garbage. But it's interesting because like for a brief moment this was bigger than any media company that exists. It still is. It did like it's, it's still getting a lot of hits. Okay. If you search the address, this is what's weirding me out as well. If you search the address, it comes up with a series of other things doing the exact same thing. Grocery by Grocery by Sauk, Bella Stylish, Supplies Medical Store, Big Chans, Avarice Global, Macedonia.es, which appears to be a Spanish website for the country of Macedonia, all of which are doing approximately the same thing. And there's another company called Ujar, which has the exact same layout, seems to be selling the same products, and is based in Lagos. Oh, interesting. I don't, I don't know if they've ripped, they may have just ripped the original off. It is just, it is, I think basically it's just a list of, I don't know, it's just a series of garbage sites. Like, it's, you know, have you ever heard the thing of, uh, 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 the, the idea of the, the, the world is, uh, flat and it's balanced on the back of a turtle? Yeah, yeah. Space? Yeah. And the, uh, and the question is like, okay, but what does a turtle stand on? It's just turtles all the way down. That's this. It's just garbage shopping sites all the way down. Huh. Like half of me feels like there is a there is like a bank account somewhere which is gathering money and an email address which is gathering complaints and neither of them have been checked in like a decade. So I'm just I'm just trying to like trying to do some Googling just to see if we can find anything more about I mean I we, guess like the we've got we- three different addresses for it. I suppose the weirdest thing about Facebook as it currently exists and it's and the content report that they put out is that like no one at Facebook seemed to think, like, we should know what this is. Yeah. Like, it's very strange to me that Facebook put together their little report, and they looked at it, and they were like, ah. This is better. This is good. We don't know what this page is or why this is the biggest thing that has ever that happened this year. And But, like, let's put this out in the world. I mean, the other version of it is that they look at it and they say, no one is going to care enough to go as deep on this bizarre shopping network as though and if the top thing if, uh, if the top thing was ben shapiro everyone would be like this is crazy let's talk about this. this is a news story but this is the opposite of a news story yeah that's true that is very true like i guess if you if it is sort of like like you know 
falling on your sword a bit where it's like, no, we're not causing the radicalization of the country. Our site is full of unusable garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, possible. (laughs) I mean, it's just possible as anything else. None of it sounds like it's written in native English. None of it. None of it. It has just the most. Have you been to the video section of this Facebook page? Yeah, they're really. I mean, they're they're rough. Like they're they they look like they've been recorded on a cell phone. Like, yeah, there's, there's one here that's just someone putting a toilet seat up and down. Or they're just videos that are clearly stolen from other from other food places. Yeah. What is that? Oh, God. So if you go far back in the page on its video section, there's a lot of freebooted videos. And a lot of them are like very like viral or spontaneously filmed, so it's hard to tell if they're if they're if they're taken from somewhere else cuz like it's it's yeah. like a weird mix of like America's got talent memes from Star Trek like like an ad for a t-shirt but in a video form and then like a recipe for orange chicken like filmed in a kitchen on a phone i don't understand any of this i mean this is why like my instinct is that like this was just somebody screwing around with facebook and like didn't like they weren't prepared for the level of virality they would they would eventually achieve. Yeah, it's I guess also trying this. Are they putting this stuff out and it's going like, yeah, no, it turns out that this uh is maybe they're making like, I don't know, ten dollars a go. Or, or like they're making like a few thousand dollars a month and they're just hammering it. I just yeah, everything like, about it is Okay, so uh so like to give you an idea of how weird this page is the deeper you go, like Three years ago, it posted an ad for the Peg Perigo, which is a tractor for children that you, they can ride around. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. That sounds like a good product. Sounds really interesting. Sounds great. Um, it's an Italian. It's an Italian brand of toy tractor. Oh, that one lost. Italian. Wait. What if? What if we're miss? What? What if we're missing like an accent or something? No. Huh. No, I, I thought like maybe we'd put the, the the name into some language and it would translate into something that made sense, but it doesn't. Um, from what I can, I, I think I think I think we're kind of running out of this one. I just want to make sure like we get to the, like as far deep into this as we can, just for some sort of closure. Like like yeah, like five years, like three years ago, it was uploading like Gordon Ramsay videos and like like random clips of like emoji like toilet plungers, like the 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 house. Where it claims the address of the the primary company that it's, the primary company that says own it owns it is Tasty Media Online LLC, uh, and that is the one that's run by Marcelo Caminos. Uh, that is in Utah. Uh, it has an address, uh, and that address is on and that house is currently being sold on Zillow. Oh, weird. Okay, so I mean, there's there's a there's like a serious chance that this person like. I mean, they're stealing a lot of BuzzFeed Tasty videos. I'm wondering if they just, like, incorporated Tasty Media Online LLC as a way to, like, connect this to something. Maybe. But then, like, the, 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 it says, it says that the, the company was dissolved in 2018. Like, I, I, could someone have set up an auto posting and it's just automatically posting things from this site and has been for years? 
and like there's no one involved at all like no one has has run this site for like two years i mean it's 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 possible i mean th- th- this is like f- this is further going back to how like no one's on facebook anymore but just every single post is shared with the precise same structure which makes me think it's an auto post no no hold on they're doing they're doing replies to they're doing comment replies yeah so like someone there's someone behind this. someone is here someone is yeah. is doing this <laughs> oh my god i found another post of theirs uh from september that is absolutely wild it's time it's uh it's like the facebook laughing emoji and it says it's a it's a a text um prompt and it says 800 seats in heaven your last three digit of your phone number determines your seat. No cheating. <laughs> and it has 7.8 million comments. Okay, hold on, hold on. So um, the head of research and editorial at Newswhip has had the same question as us, <laughs> has dug into it on their site. And their life in the life cycle of it is very interesting. Okay, so this is Benedict Nicholson. Shout out to Benedict, by the way. We follow each other. Uh, big fan. Um, and, oh, this chart is wild. So if you can't, you, you can't see it because you're listening. But basically. <laughs> if, if you can't see it. Yeah, there's a massive spike on Thinkerette between August and September, going up to like almost 35 million interactions. And then by October, they're under 5 million interactions. Which is still a lot. Like it's it's wild that it got that that spiky, but it, it's still a lot for a, a website that does not appear to exist. There's also a really fascinating conspiracy theory that's kicking around, which is the idea that they are basically doing um, data mining, uh, and like the entire point is is that they are well, basically all all they're doing is is uh, asking you like, hey, what's your name with a dead pet, so that they can eventually like hack into your stuff. Oh, uh, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if Marcella would do that to us. I don't I don't believe it just because it is so the page is wild. It's all over the place. I don't know why like if you're doing that, why would you be also posting links to Linda's kitchen? Unless the page is t- no, cuz we know that's affiliated. So, there was at one point a thinkerette.com that was sharing recipes as of 2013. There are Twitter users right. sharing Fiesta Taco casserole recipes from thinkerette.com. So, hold on. That gives us that gives us uh some information here. Let's go to who is lookup, shall we? Let's do some domain tools. So thinkofthat.com. <laughs> no, it, the site no longer works, but let's see let's see if there's any history of who used to own it cuz that might help us out a little bit. I want some kind of closure on this. I want to figure out what the hell's going on before we have to make some sort of educated guess. That's what our that's what our audience demands of us and we're going to do it. Okay, here we go. thinkofthat.com was created uh, in 2003. <laughs> All of the information has been redacted for privacy. Another dead end. Okay. They appear to have had a podcast at some point. <sighs> no, that's a different thing. Ugh! Yeah, no, I kept getting this tripped. infuriating. I kept getting tripped up on this because Thinkered is also used sometimes by like a lifestyle coach in New York. Well, let's, let's do a reverse IP search. Let's see if... Uh, have an app that links to Target, apparently. It link, sorry, no, sorry. It link their, their their app on the the website Thinkery link, links to a search within Target for Apple Store. 
for Apple Store? Yeah. Like like it, 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 if you if you hit the app button, it it, it searches it automatically searches on the target website Apple Store. I couldn't make anything this chaotic. It's so okay, so I reverse IP <laughs> I reverse searched the IP address that was used for thinkaret.com and it took me to a WordPress site called hagase.net which is full of lorem ipsum text and and may or may not be connected to a real church but I think it's actually another fake WordPress site feels like it Yeah no it is this is another just like WordPress theme for a church that doesn't exist uh, because their address is at Turkey Pen Road, New York, New York, which okay. doesn't doesn't exist. Seventeen seventy three Turkey Pen Road. Yeah, not real. Okay, so okay, I have one. I have one more thing. So if you go to thinkerate dot com, uh, obviously leaving aside the app store link that ten sends you to Target, there's also a Twitter link that sends you to uh, a how to guide for CSS. Uh. The, but the Facebook page sends you to the actual Facebook page for Thinkerit, and the Instagram page sends you to uh, a 6am tech company. And 6am tech seems to be some sort of dev company from Bangladesh, and I am wondering if this is our white whale. Bangladesh. Interesting. I've had a breakthrough while you were talking. 6am like 6am tech is also a multi-vendor e-commerce app. Well, my friend... Okay. I have had a breakthrough. What is your breakthrough? Okay. You ready for this? Hit me. I'm going to show my work here because this is fascinating. So on the who is information, it capitalizes the R in RET. So it's Thinka RET. So okay. I Googled Thinka. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like there are, there are red strings behind you right now. I Googled Thinka RET. And Google is now a, essentially a delivery mechanism for Pinterest links uh, because Pinterest yeah. has eaten the inside of Google. Uh, so I came across a Pinterest post called No Bake S'more Cake. No Bake S'more Cake links to a Flickr page for a user called Thinkaret. If you okay. go to flickr.com slash photos slash Thinkaret underscore lifestyle, you get a new name. And that name is Marcella Pintafoon. Okay. Marcella Pintafoon appears to be a chef. Her recipes are very popular on Pinterest. I, that's as far as I got. <laughs> but it is, it is, okay. we're getting closer. I think we're getting closer to figure out what this is, which I think my original idea was correct, which is that I think. I think this is just like an amateur chef whose blog accidentally went like berserk. Oh, and this thinks this wait this links through her, their site is a site called Tasty Kitchen. Wait, where? Uh, by literally googling them, the recipes most of the recipes they've written are on a site called Marcella Pintafoon has written is on a site called TastyKitchen.com. Okay, wait, hold on, TastyKitchen.com. Got dude, we're gonna do this. I, I I'm psyched. We're gonna do this. Okay, so I'm on this site. It's part of the blog her publishing network. Which is I just I need I need a link back. I needed to finish the loop. We we're so close. We're so freaking close. Oh god, close. everything it's sending me is it's sending me to like dead links everywhere. I uh. so, so wait, you're at tastykitchen.com? Yeah. It lists it lists three members who are not who we're looking for. Um but is there like a list of like all the writers? How do we find all the writers? I think it's user generated content. Uh maybe this is maybe this is more UGC. 
Hold on, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, no. Uh, there's a database of writers. I'm searching Marcella in here. Marcella Pintafoon, Utah. Got her. Got her. I can't. Okay, but but I but can't get in. Is... I can't get in because I have to have a membership. But no, I found. I, I this is her. This is this is our this but, is our person. But this is just. But it's just. I think she's just submitting recipes to it. Yeah, I think she's a. I dude. I literally think that this is like a woman from Utah who started like blogging about food. She made. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. If you go to one of the recipes by her, so for example, for example, the meatloaf in a puff pastry shell, and then click on her name on it, it takes you to thinkareat.com. Sorry, if you click on the bit that says uh, uh, see recipe on her site, like the, the, the link is dead, but it, it tries to take you to thinkareat.com. Yeah, man. She's a All chef. All right, this is her. She's just, she is a woman who has started some food pages which have gained sentience i think wow we did it okay hold on we got to do we got to do one more we got to do one more segment here where we, we put this all together for people because like all right all right also it will help me edit this later so okay so we've we got we figured it out so think a was a food blog uh, created by a woman named Marcella Pintafoon. Who also seems to be Marcella uh, Caminos, but we're not sure which one is her married name or which one is her original name. Yeah, or pen name. Or pen name or whatever it is. She made a page called Thinkerette Lifestyle, which was created... I'm sorry. Uh, which, was, which was created in 2013. She has contributed uh, to different food blogs around the internet. She has... A Flickr account, which she was using briefly. She apparently, she received an ungodly amount of traffic from Facebook in 2021, uh, peaking around August. She's now given all of her social accounts over to some kind of like spammy e-commerce store that may or may not be based out of Australia. Yeah. But someone is still on her page posting like extremely engaged like text prompt posts including one yesterday which was ruin thanksgiving in two words eyes eyes emoji laughing emoji and it has 222 shares and the top response is from the page itself which wrote kitchen fire classic marcella um yeah this is all totally bananas but this is seems to be what happened yeah, this seems to be this seems to be it. Wow. God, it's like uh it's it's bizarre. It's it's like it's you know what it is? It's that uh uh that that meme from The Simpsons where uh they open the door open the the front falls off of Lenny's house and he's there going, like, please don't tell anyone how I live. Yeah. Like that's that's this. This is this is Lenny's house. Facebook is entirely rotten on the inside. It's amazing. It's so rotten. I'm like I'm I'm blown away. I mean and I wanna it, be I wanna be clear. No judgment to Marcella. Get yours. Do what you can. And also, like, imagine if, like, Facebook one day was just, like, your blog's now the biggest page. Yes. You are now the New York Times, and you did not try to be. Good luck. But we have given you, we have given you that responsibility, yeah. and we will take it away in three days. Enjoy. The, the New York Times is mad at us for platforming fascists, so we're going to make you the new New York Times. <laughs> Congratulations. Try not to platform any fascists. Wow. 
Luke, before you even asked me, I saw Shang-Chi. You saw Shang-Chi. How did you, what did you think of Shang-Chi? It's an extremely uneven movie, but the good parts are better than some of the best stuff Marvel's ever done. And the bad parts are just like fine. The bus scene, unbelievable, an incredible vibe. And I, God, I, I, I miss like people doing things. And like, I love that there weren't any real CGI like armies fighting. It was like people hitting each other with sticks in a field. I really appreciated that. It was still a field, mind you. But it was and nice. And it was a dragon. I loved the dragon. I thought it was great. Um, the dragon was adorable. I also think that, like, it's a great story about, like, needing to go to therapy, refusing to go to therapy, and then causing the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's a really fun movie. That I, 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 yeah, it's the sort of thing that I really wish had come out, like, a phase or two earlier, but I feel like there's just so much riding on it now that it was probably overpressured. Yeah. I know. I needed it. I needed it. I needed to be excited about the MCU again. I thought all the world building was great. I thought everything was great, and I, I enjoyed it. And God, I hated the Eternals, but I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. What content did you consume to stay sane this week? Uh, Taylor Swift's re-release of Red, obviously. Uh, I didn't listen to it. No, of course not. I mean, the only the only bit of that's really noteworthy is is, is probably the uh, ten minute version of All Too Well, which is it's it's fascinating. I spent a while trying to mash it up with something corporate's Constantine because someone. Uh, uh, a friend of ours, Ellie Hall, requested I give that a shot, and it doesn't line up as well as we thought it would. But. Yeah, no, it's a good right. album. I mean, it is a good album. I, I'm I'm very happy for Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's, it seems like it's fun. Uh, it's a very weird to be doing it now, but uh, yeah, I'd love to know what her text with Jake Gyllenhaal currently look like. I I, I bet. Just, just that- I, I don't know. They seem to be both in much better places now. He's still dating 25 year olds. She's Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, I think I think everybody wins, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to end this week's show. Uh, doing something I've been meaning to do for a while, which is highlight some of the comments that you guys have been leaving on the various reviewing platforms for podcasts. Uh, I've been offering prompts to comment on our pages, and you guys have been doing it. I don't remember all the prompts that I gave, so this will be very interesting. So here's, here's the first one. It's titled, Wow, and it reads, Look at the eyebrows on these boys. They're perfect and so full of personality. What handsome cats. I'm pretty sure that was the one where I thank asked you. people to comment like we were cat with eyebrows. So thank you. That sounds right. Yeah. Oh, boy. This one is, I have a drawer full of it. Aged equals best. Slurp, slurp. And I think that was when I told everyone to comment like they were going to drink their own pee. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, the next one is... While drinking pee first thing in the morning is often recommended by so-called experts, I've come to the conclusion that waiting until late at night will work as a cold brew of sorts and contain the maximum potency of that good kidney juice. I pers- Oh, this gets so gross. I'm not reading anymore. I feel, like, I feel like we should say something about, like, we don't endorse these. Please don't do this. Yeah, don't drink pee for us. And don't yes. ask us to pee on you at live shows. Hey, I brought it all the way back around. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Very elegant. And then there's another one here, but it's uh, it's way too earnest for me to read. Um, oh, please don't read. Yeah, that. but like, thank, you for, thank you for the nice comments. Um, this week, please leave a comment, uh, a review of the show as if we just – uh, posted the greatest recipe for um, uh, brownies. It's br- always brownies. Brownies. Yeah. Review us like a great brownie recipe. All right. All right. That's it. We're done. Cool.
<laughs> Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Goodbye, everyone. See you.